like a stir fry. Whip it in the kitchen, wrist twisted like a stir fry. Whip it in the kitchen, wrist twisted like a stir fry. Take a whip it intermission, let the birds fly. Welcome back to the Business Stir Fry Podcast. I am your boy Gavo, aka whatever you gonna call me today. I have my co-host or the main co-host. I'm the co-host. Mike Will, what's going on, bro? What's going on, Gav? What's going on, man? Back in the kitchen. Back in the kitchen, Unscripted studio. Shouts <laughs> out. Check out my man's pod again. Listen to it. Some, Yeah, come, but we focus on this one, man. And you know what's everybody, amazing? Everybody gets shouts out, man. This is That's the thing about when you're in the kitchen, right? You ain't, you ain't in the kitchen for yourself. You're in the kitchen so everybody can eat. Everybody gets something out of the kitchen so the funny part is this is episode four this is the wrap up the recap whatever you want to call it um just shout out to us man we made it we made it to episode four we could have could have broke the band up you know what i'm saying <laughs> we could have split up the group but we're nonetheless keep it moving, man we're gonna keep it moving we're gonna keep it moving we still here man we've been um how you been Man, you know, no complaints. No complaints, man. It's warming up. It's getting near pool season. There you go. You know, want to hit Vegas up late on this year. So, you Please. know, I'm, I'm thinking about pool parties and things like that. Day parties. Yeah, so We're at that point now where you can't be out Starting to night. get warm, man. The allergies ain't really hit my, kick my butt. There you go. Get the golf. <laughs> man, I love it, man. I love the weather. I love the South. You know, shouts out to the South. Shout out. Yeah, absolutely. So, I got, first off, before we get started, well, this kind of goes into our first topic. My um, shout out to my one of my photography friends. His name is Will. Um, he told me he said, "Tell your boy I said thank you." Uh, he's an Uber and Lyft driver, and he hit me up. He said, "When Uber goes public, what what you think?" And I told him I said, "You know what's so funny? Mike told me not like avoid it. Just don't don't even worry about it. Like, yeah, just I mean, chill. and avoid IPOs in general. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I, I just a good lesson." So if you want to buy something like way beforehand, like pre-market, pre-market, not pre-market during the day, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, buy. If you want to buy something before it ever hits the normal market, that's cool. But if you're trying to buy like an IPO, like the day an IPO comes out, and you want to buy it because you think it's gonna go up, it that's it's it's a it's a dummy move. Just don't do it. So anytime you see IPOs, we see this all the time. Yeah, guys, stay away from them. So. We say all that to say because you called it uh, what three weeks before? Yeah, you know I, I know what I'm talking about. Some of the time, some of the time I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but like I'm gonna give, I'm, like, so I'm gonna drop some game with y'all real quick. Here so, we like, go. If you want to, if you want to buy stocks and you want to buy like Uber, Lives, uh what what else is going public this year, man? I think Pinterest just went public. <laughs> Uh, you Maybe got not. you have all. Let's see, you got Airbnb coming out this year. You got WeWork mm. coming out. Don't touch WeWork. Um, Postmates. <laughs> I, I love WeWork. I mean, I wish you know. I, <laughs> I wish we had an office in WeWork. Like, yeah, WeWork. You want to give us a new office? We'll delete this episode. We would totally delete it. <laughs> we would totally like delete real it. Talk. Like we'll totally do that. <laughs> Slack. So, so I mean. Stay away from these things unless unless you're like massively liquid. If you're like super super liquid, okay, you got like two three hundred grand sitting around, and you business savvy because you know you, you don't want to put your money in a stock and it and it falls. But there, there's a site called SharePost. I mean, this is free. I'm not affiliated with them. I don't make any money off of we telling you. We need to get this. a dollar sign soundbite. We, we just we need a little bell every time we get somebody like every free shout out, man, free promo. Gosh. We just we just hit the little bell. <laughs> But like what? So what they do is, I mean, I, I don't know what you need to be liquid now. I mean, so I'm talking, to, I'm talking about when I had money. So like, 
it's like eight years ago, if not more. <laughs> He's lying, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Uh, you you had to have like a hundred, so I'm pretty sure right now it's probably like a hundred or two hundred. Okay. So if you if you liquid like two hundred, they'll charge you like four four thousand, five thousand. They'll and you could buy the whole lot. Mm. So you could buy these stocks before they ever go public. So instead of you buying it on opening day, like Uber went public for forty five dollars a share. Yeah. On on share posts, you now you're the last round of investing, right? So all the angel investors done beat you. All yeah. the early <laughs> investors done beat you. So you know where. You're not getting in in the same place. Um, what's that guy that used to Lance Armstrong? Like, you know, he was able to get in for like seventy five grand, and he's worth like a stupid amount of money now. I don't want to be too inaccurate. Yeah. <laughs> so you're not you're not getting that, but it, you are the last round before it goes public. So it's a, it's an easy bump. So you can sell into the market. Okay. So if you actually want to buy IPOs, and if you're listening to this pod, you actually you know you got that kind of money. Uh, I mean. Sh- you know, DM me up. I mean, I, I could give you the details on it. I'll, I'll look it up yourself. SharePost is one of the sites. There's a lot of sites. That's that's one that I use. Again, this is before I lost everything. IRS, if you're listening, have no <laughs> money at all. <laughs> so. <laughs> He's a liar. <laughs> so, that I mean, that's that. But, um. Yeah, yeah, that's the whole Uber thing. Uber, done, Uber, done drop. You know, they dropped. Done, yeah, they 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 lunched at forty five. I think they had like thirty nine now. Yeah, they were and definitely that, at forty like man, a couple days yeah, ago. Yeah, that's that's IPOs in general. You know, next. Oh yeah, if you stop market, if you watch that, uh, this is gonna air next week. So I can't tell you where the market gonna be next week because if I could, would not be on this podcast. Exactly, I'd be on the island. There we go. Because <laughs> I can tell the future. There we go. But if you felt that market yesterday, you know, you felt the panic. This is normal, normal May shenanigans. You know, it'll pick, it'll pick up. The market's going much, much higher, guys. But we do have a recession pending, oh, looming. Gosh. But I mean, it's probably like 12, 18 months away. Don't worry about it. Can we do two years? Can we do twenty four months? Man, I don't think we're gonna get twenty four months <laughs> I, for real. I mean, just being honest, like I don't think we'll get. I, I, I wish we did because I could position myself so nicely. Might be able to recapture some of the money I've I got lost. A question. And bad business. I got a question. Yo. And we try to stay away from politics and oh. relationships on here. But my only question is, if the recession hit, who's going to be responsible? The current president at, the, at that time or the one we have now? Man, crony capitalism is responsible. Okay. So I, I, and, and, I, and I love to be able to like just blame it and be like, oh, man, this is... This is Trump's fault, or, yeah. or this is the, the House fault, or the Senate. It's crony capitalism, and until okay. until Americans understand, like, okay, so cr- we hear this term, right? Crony capitalism yeah. all the time. All right, so crony capitalism is like nepotism, uh-huh. you know. So when when the owner's son runs the business, then he runs it into the ground. You know, he, the owner could have hired anybody, but a nepo- qualified person, yeah, a qualified person. But nepotism, <laughs> he chose his son because he wanted to keep in the family business, family name, Sound like yada the yada, bullshit, bullshit. <laughs> That's what crony capitalism is. Crony capitalism is you could actually pick qualified people uh-huh. that could really knock it out of the park and, yeah. and really get the job done. But instead, you want to keep that money close. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to make more money off of it. So crony capitalism is what it's what destroys the free markets. So I'm all about free markets, man. I, you, you, you're you never going to get me on the socialist tr- yeah. uh, train. <laughs> now, some things I think should be socialized. I think I think if something is a utility, why are we trying to profit for it? The, the whole okay. country can profit from the utility if it was free. True. You know what I'm saying? You could create yeah. a, a more liquid, a pure free market. That's true. I mean, okay. like, why, why would you Why would you charge for that? Because because then you allow for whoever has the head start to be able to keep the lead versus in mm-hmm. a pure you know free market. You know you you drop 
you drop a rock in the in the ocean, you drop you know a balloon in the ocean, the rock is going to go quicker because it has more mass. Exactly. So we got to be able to allow you know people to build mass to be able to move through liquidity a lot quicker. Um, utilities is the quickest and easiest way to do that. I am a hundred percent free market guy. We don't have free market right now. Look at this trade war. Right? That all right? If you so if you're about free market, twenty five percent. Man, you want trade <laughs> to be a hundred percent free. Uh huh. Now, if you want to protect your borders because you want to protect manufacturing or whatever it is that your country do, like we're uh-huh. not an industrial in, uh, economy anymore. We're service based economy. Absolutely. So if you wanted to protect what service based economies is, then yeah, say that. But don't don't pretend. Oh, we are we are free market. When no, nah, we're not a free market. You know, if we was a free market, General Motors wouldn't exist right now, mm. or it'd be Fiat General Motors. Yeah, but <laughs> the fact that it's not tells you that there is no free market. Mm. All right, so that was our first week. Next week, we had a tragedy. Me and you, uh, it happened way before we recorded this. It podcast. still hurt, man. It, it still, still hurt. It, and I, and I love the people that I see that still posting. Mm-hmm. You know, Nipsey every day. I mean that 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 was that I mean that it was tough, man. I, that because it's, it's hard to even get it out when you see somebody that's doing the right things and then something tragic happens. Tragic, you know it. That's a tragedy. It's not. It's not something that's bad. It's, it's a. It's a real tragedy. So yeah, week two, Nipsey, Nipsey Hustle. You know, remembrance of him. Mm-hmm. We did uh, what was the seven rules of hustleomics. Yep. Yo, check out the episode. We uh we sucked it up that episode though. Yeah, we did. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I was away. I was far away from the mic. I think I said <laughs> like 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 fifty times. So that was on purpose that time. That's always the funniest part when you do a podcast. Yeah, you I mean, hear your voice gosh, and you're just like, yeah, I we sucked it up. The information was cool, but it was definitely. Yeah, and you know what? One thing that up. um, you know, I told you, I said the reason why that was such a tragedy is because um, it was more about like what he was going to become mm. as a man and as an entrepreneur and as somebody who, if it's sad to say, but if Nipsey would have died at 16 or 18 or when he first started rapping, it would not have been a story. Yeah. Because you have this guy who's a crip in South Central and he dies and, okay, cool, that sounds like every other thing and he wants to be a rapper, right? But the person, how he was turning his life around, how he was building his community, how, you know, how, no matter how you feel about it, but, you know, he's educating people on cryptocurrency. He's talking about you know technology technology I mean, the, he's building stem programs yeah, got who says space who says i want to build a stem and co-working space yeah. in south central la yeah, i mean that was just mind-boggling and you know and, and like and i saw where they closed the doors but it was because they have so many orders i think they said they got like 10 million dollars. he made 10 million yeah and back, that's crazy up so i mean you know I, I hope marathon is here to stay yeah, absolutely. I, I hope they open hope so. up more locations. Mm-hmm. The only reason I haven't ordered is because I know they backlog. Yeah, but you, it, it's definitely no telling it's definitely going to be my my Las Vegas t shirts. Yeah, know, where like it's and my it, favorite thing from that episode was uh, one of his steps of hustleomics was creating value. Yeah, and I think no matter what you're doing, no matter you know if you're listening to this pod, especially if you're an entrepreneur, that's one thing you have to do. Um, with your product, with your brand, with yourself, you have to create a value that people are willing to say, "Hey, I want to, um, I want to invest in you." It was funny because uh, it was posted on the Business Star Fry uh, Facebook page about to make a million dollars, how many different products, yeah, what at you need, different price points you have to sell. That's on Facebook, by the way. So if you are on Facebook, shout us out, shout out, yeah, go out there, <laughs> look up Business Star Star Fry, follow mm-hmm. us. We drop a lot of articles on there, and as we start getting a little bit more busier, we'll start. 
you know, doing different posts and pods and courses and different things of that nature. But yeah, check us out on Business Stir Fry Facebook. Absolutely. So then we got into last week's episode. Yep. We started talking about the mafia. We ain't talking about the regular mafia. We're talking about business. Yeah, we just use that term mafia. I mean, these dudes are way more powerful than than any anything. Yeah, most criminal <laughs> organizations. There's some pretty stout criminal organizations <laughs> out there. No disrespect to any stout. We don't want no criminal. smoke. We want no smoke. You, you win. You are in the lead. Exactly. <laughs> but um, which got us talking about? You know, I actually had a couple of my friends hit me up, and you know, we got on the whole thing about PayPal and yeah. who was all there and. What brands they're over now? What businesses they're running? Yeah, I mean that's that's just crazy. And and not only that, and we so you know we mentioned you know the Henry Kissinger crew, which is like Kissinger, Cheney, Bush Mm Senior, you know those cats. But then you know shouts out to you know some lesser known crews, right? We know them, but you know lesser known in the business world, LeBron. Yeah, him and his his guys who is a brand himself. Yeah, he's a brand. But I mean, I mean those guys run each part of his business. So we was talking about this a little bit off air. So we take someone who's like LeBron, LeBron, and LeBron has all this massive power yeah. with, one, the NBA, but now within Nike. Yeah. And for most people who don't know, um, and I don't want to get too far off subject, but for most people who don't know, the reason why Jordans are made so cheaply now and mass produced now is because Jordan looked at the numbers. This is well documented. He looked at the numbers and he saw LeBron was beating him in numbers every shoe release. And LeBron was making more money, so... They upped the production of Jordans. Now they made actually cheaply, if you listen to this and you're a shoe person. But, um, you know, you look at that. He run things in apparel business. He run things in it. Now, you know, he wants to get his feet wet in movies and education. But we look at it and we say, hey, his business partner, we can look at Maverick. And we see that now he's getting some power in the NBA. Yep. You know, he's working with people. He's saying, hey, I'm a not only is LeBron a, a shaker and mover, but I'm also. And we talked about it a little bit off the pod how you have someone like Maverick and you know Rich and you know LeBron's crew and you see them in different avenues. But then we take a, somebody else who's definitely, you know, a brand in themselves and just so powerful as in Jay-Z. And me and you was talking, we was like, we know he don't deal with Dane. Yeah. We know <laughs> Steve Stout, the culture vulture. Yeah, not and, really on Stout. And, you know, you look at it and you say, you broke away from Ye when you was doing, like, the whole fashion thing. So it was kind of like, we, and me and you both asked each other, like, who is a part of his mafia team? Is it Beyonce? And then you it, look at it and you kind of like, eh. You like, know, but, I mean, when you when you look at it, it's, it is what it is what you, you would really hope for. Like, male or female. Okay. You want a partner. I mean, this, I think we talked about what was that maybe we week one and maybe into um podcast three what we were saying of you know who's your team absolutely yeah we talked about the first and about having someone that really is going to get behind you and push you to be greater Mm -hmm. so let's take beyonce when she launched what was the homecoming yeah on netflix Mm -hmm. she did everything Absolutely. Everything. I mean, matter of fact, we saw that at the end of episode three. Yeah. <laughs> it came out that night. When yeah. We was like she watching. did everything. Like at the end of, at the end of that episode, I mean, she's the producer. Yep. She was the writer. She was the creator. She went to these schools and looked at these dance teams, which is mind boggling. Yeah. So when you look at Jay Z and you're like, well, who's Jay Z Mafia? It, 
it probably is just Beyonce. Yeah. And I think that is, we, and, and we joked about having that podcast in the future of entrepreneurship and relationships and how do you get with the right person that mm. can really get behind you and make you become great or make you become greater. Absolutely. So that's, it, it's kind of, we, we really don't give Beyonce credit mm-hmm. and we really don't give Jay-Z credit. But when they went when they went on tour, I mean, it was the two of them. It, which is mind blowing. Yeah, it was it was the tour. So they may be their own mafia of sorts, but we sort of discount it because we live in a system that has a patriarchy. And if if the woman is not property, you know, then mm. what is she? Mm. And sometimes it's hard for us to see that. Yo, That's the true. most important part partner is going to be that spouse you know yeah. husband or wife because you probably run your idea by them first exactly so if you have somebody that can actually you know break that idea down and piece it back together man i mean how, how strong is that i was actually um <clears throat> i was listening to jay-z's interview when he sat down for the with the wall street journal no excuse me new york times and he talked about at the their relationship scandal or situation, whatever the case you want to call it. And he said that they were working on a joint album. And he said he heard so much power in what Beyonce was saying in their conversations at home. He was like, no, we got to just do your album. This is going to be the one. (laughs) And he said, they said, okay, scrap this joint album. We're going to make lemonade. Yeah. And then we're going to let 444 come out. And then, they played all of us, and they said, oh, let's go on tour now. Exactly. Make y'all come in. So it's just amazing there. Um, switching gears, here's the mafia that we're probably going to get some comments on and people going to be tight about. The Kardashians is a mafia. Man. I don't care what <laughs> nobody say. They are playing this game, and they planning to win. And we don't, you know, we don't want to get into the whole gossip thing, but I told you this off of um, off air also. The simple fact that Kylie sells lipstick for $20, $16. She has stuff on sale. And you can go on there and say, I want to get a credit card to buy this one thing, the yeah. lipstick, for $14. And I'm going to pay, you know, I'm going to give you 30% interest. Yeah. And I'm going to pay $2 a month. So, she, month. Go, so she get paid on the interest up front. Yeah. They go cut her whole commission check yeah. <laughs> for, for the credit card. And she sells her product. And she sells her product, which is mind-blowing in... Um, just because it's, it shows about when you do have the value. Yeah. Whether you want to say that they're talented or not, they're using their popularity and their influence. Talent is overrated. Talent, Absolutely. I mean, talent, talent is, is overrated. Mike Beasley is more talented than Kevin Durant. Now, it, and, it, pe- and people might argue that point, but Kevin Durant his whole life. Has said it. Yeah, has said it. And so, which is mind-blowing. Yeah, so he t- said that guy was definitely better than me all the way up until... That point where we got to college and was like, all right, you got to go to the NBA. Yeah, yeah. He so, was like, you know. So ta- talent is most definitely overrated. Execution is key. I mean, that's the biggest Absolutely. thing. Execution is key. And and they are a, a mafia. And, and they, they, are, they adhere to <laughs> – it's funny. They, they destroy one power, which is protect your reputation at all costs. Like, they <laughs> obviously <laughs> don't care anything about reputation. No, what's that? <laughs> but, but they definitely – they court attention at all costs. Mm-hmm. And they, they – you know, just watching the Kardashians has sort of opened my eyes to whereas some laws can actually go, you know, oppose one another. Yeah. But that opposition is what moves things forward. Like if you, if you look at a, a light rail train that moves off of magnetism, it's opposite. It's, that's pushing it. One is pushing one way, the one is pushing the other way. Mm-hmm. That's how you get a train to go 300 kilometers. Yeah. You know, you can't do it with a motor. 
Exactly. You can only do it off of magnetism and opposing forces. So when we're looking at the Kardashians and we really can't understand why are they so great? Well, they're 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 opposing forces. You know, mm-hmm. on one side, they are definitely not protecting their reputation. They do not care what, what you, you think of them, but they're courting your attention at all costs. Like at the cost of their reputation, they are gra- grabbing your attention mm-hmm. to whereas your hate is nothing but fandom at that point. Absolutely. You no matter how much you 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 hate the Kardashians, <laughs> you're a fan. You're, if, yeah. if you talk about them in any capacity, this is when we need that bell, that dollar you, bill. Yeah, you are you are a fan, <laughs> absolutely. And so they're just mind blowing, especially because um, I think we all could say maybe five six years ago that the mama was running the show and yeah. Kim was like she was she was pushing this train along. Yeah, and then it comes out like, oh no, actually the youngest child is the richest out of all of them. That's crazy, and, which is mind blowing. Is she still single? No, Travis Scott. I don't know what yeah, Travis Scott Travis said to her. Go, I don't know what's in that Houston. Hey, you know what? You, hey, the way women want to know Sierra's prayer, I want to know Travis Scott's I prayer. I want to know his prayer. You <laughs> <are> <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> what right. is Travis Scott's prayer? <laughs> I don't know what he said to her. And you know what? I laughed at. Um, oh, this better be so gossipy. I laughed at. You know, we're gonna hop off of this, but I laughed at. Uh, it was his birthday a while ago, and I saw all the things she did for him, and I said, "What did he say to her?" Hey, Travis Scott prayer, man. We need to know it. We need to know it. <laughs> so we can prayer, invest that prayer yeah. into exactly. other things. Yes. But so anyway, um, we want to encourage everyone. Go back, listen to um our last three episodes. Check out the last three. Uh, episode three is actually pretty dope. We we yeah. we nailed that one. Yeah. Uh, episode <laughs> four, I, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, well, this is episode four. Episode five, we don't know. We're gonna see. And uh, we do have one correction. Mm-hmm. And also, when you listen to these episodes, if you find a mistake, let please, us know. Yeah, let us know. DM us. Like, we we're, we're not going to be offended, man. Like, you, we'll shout you out. Exactly. We'll shout. But you yeah, catch a mistake. We're gonna shout you. Catch out Catch a mistake. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna shout out your Instagram or whatever you have, and we're gonna pub you. There we go. But um, I did make one. We were talking about Jeff. Speaking of of relationships, we're talking about Jeff Bezos' wife, and you was like, man, I think she's like three or four, and I actually thought <laughs> that forty million dollars. <laughs> Would probably make you the richest woman in the world. Yeah, forty billion. Yeah, for, excuse me, forty billion dollars. Yeah, I, I was for sure. You could not have told me that that, that wasn't going to make you the she richest. Said, Don't give away. That's tied. Yeah, she, she, <laughs> she's not. Gavin was absolutely right. She's number three. Number one is uh, Franco Benicot Myers. She's the French heiress to the L'Oreal Cosmetics fortune. Um, her and her family really? owns thirty three percent of it. Hey, the French are really rich. Not the, the French being a socialist country. They have some rich families over there. So, you know, you have uh, the Moet Hennessy family, which is mm-hmm. like Louis Vuitton and all mm-hmm. those. You have the Michelin family, yeah. which people think of tires. But, you know, Michelin is also yeah. like the highest rated uh, restaurant award you can win. So, Michelin, so it, they, they, got some, uh. they got some boss families in, in France, man. You got the L'Oreal family. Yeah, you got so the L'Oreal family. So, that's the richest God. woman in the world. She's She is... Forty nine point three billion. She's the fifteenth richest person in the world, hmm. but she is the richest woman. Uh, the next richest woman is Alice Walton. I should have known this. Uh, Forty four and a half. So she's number two. Mackenzie um, and Miss Mars. Okay. So the, of the Mars M and M's family. Yeah, I was about to say that's the candy. Yeah. <laughs> they 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 are they are currently. I, I've seen some debate on the both of them, but yeah. So. My apologies, Mackenzie. I thought you was number one. 
Um, but unfortunately, you are not the most wealthy woman in the world. There's but women I, richer than you. But we know you're fine. You're not sweating this too much. I, I don't think so. Uh, and another in- interesting name on the list was um, um, Steve Jobs' ex-wife. I mean, obviously, she inherited the money from Steve Jobs. But, I, uh, yeah, I mean, she's like $19 billion. It's pretty pretty dope. I'm pretty sure she can do whatever she wants to. Yeah, she can buy sure. this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, she could just buy us. Yeah, out. yeah, she could definitely. We so, go record in her house. Yeah, just want to get that <laughs> that that one retraction. But hey, man, appreciate y'all listening in to the recap episode. We're gonna we're gonna try to do these to keep it light. I don't really want to have a podcast about teaching. This is really about business, and it's about hustlers who business who who are into business. As mm-hmm. we stay on the cover, you know, this is hustlers cuisine. There we go. We holler at y'all. Holler at you. Slice.